0: Welcome to The Broadcast Storm, episode number 112, Fundamentals of Multiple Spanning Trees Protocol. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Wallace, and in this episode of The Broadcast Storm, we're going to be taking a look at the characteristics of a spanning tree protocol variant. It's called Multiple Spanning Trees Protocol, and you might see that abbreviated in some literature as MST, or sometimes you'll see it as MSTP. In fact, it's an IEEE standard. It's 802.1S. Now, to begin with, let's just review what Spanning Tree Protocol itself is all about. It goes back to the mid-1980s when Radio Perlman, working at Digital Equipment Corporation was working on a way to have redundant links between bridges. Now, bridges are the software variant of what we know as Ethernet switches today. But back in those days, they were called bridges because they were bridging uh, collision domains together. But we could think of it in today's terms as Ethernet switches. But Radio Perlman was trying to come up with a way to have redundant links between these bridges so that she could have redundant connections. But at the same time, she wanted to avoid some of the uh, bad side effects that come with having a Layer 2 topological loop. We could have a broadcast storm, where we have a broadcast just circulate endlessly around this redundant topology. So we love redundancy, but we don't want a Layer 2 topological loop. What Spanning Tree Protocol did, that's what she developed, what Spanning Tree Protocol did is come up with a way to block traffic from specific ports, and form a loop-free topology, a loop-free spanning tree, a tree that spans the uh, Layer 2 topology that doesn't have any loops in it. That way, everybody can point back to the central point called the root bridge. We still use that terminology today, and it was great. And later on, this was back in the mid-1980s, later on, the IEEE came out with a standardized version of that, called 802.1d, that was around 1990. And since then, there have been some variants. Cisco came out with something called PVST, which is per VLAN spanning tree. You see, with the traditional spanning tree, that was called a common spanning tree, or a CST. In other words, every VLAN on a switch shared the same logical spanning tree. They all had the same root bridge. Traffic flows all went in the same direction. But Cisco realized that might not be optimal for every VLAN. For some VLANs, maybe Switch 1 would be the best root bridge. For other VLANs, Switch 5 might be the best root bridge. Wouldn't it be great if we had different spanning tree topologies active for different VLANs? So Cisco came up with PVST, per VLAN spanning tree. And that gave every VLAN its own spanning tree instance awesome in fact you might see some of the literature call it pvst plus technically the plus means that the switch interconnections are 802.1q trunks and typically that's what they are so normally we talk about pvst plus so you can use those terms somewhat synonymously when you read them the plus just means we're going over a dot one q trunk and that was great But what if you had lots of VLANs? I mean, lots and lots of VLANs. We see lots of VLANs in data centers today. You've got all these virtual servers that are plugged into a rack switch. Maybe you've got one of those TOR, those top-of-rack switches, and those are all aggregated together. You could have thousands of VLANs because you want all this logical separation from all these different customers using your data center servers. There's the potential for lots and lots of VLANs. And the question is, do we really want every VLAN, if we had hundreds or thousands of them, do we want every VLAN to be running its own instance of spanning tree? That might start to put a processor burden on the switch. Now, usually with today's modern switches, it's not an issue. But if you did want to reduce that processor burden, you could turn to what we're talking about here in this episode, multiple spanning trees protocol. With multiple spanning trees protocol, the IEEE realized that You know what? There is an advantage of having a VLAN use an optimal tree for that VLAN's traffic pattern. However, instead of having every VLAN with its own spanning tree topology, what if we realized that a lot of VLANs share the same tree? I mean, maybe we've got VLANs 100 and 500 and uh, 1200. They just happen to both want to use switch three as their root bridge. They have a similar traffic pattern. Do I really want to run different instances of spanning tree for those different VLANs when they're going to be using the same topology? Instead, let's do this let's create a spanning tree protocol instance. And this instance might say, we've got switch 5 as the root. And then all the VLANs that would benefit from having switch 5 as the root, we just simply assign them to the appropriate instance. And by doing that, we can dramatically reduce the number of spanning tree instances we have to run if we do have a network with lots and lots of VLANs. So that's the big benefit. It's really the best of both worlds between the common spanning tree approach and the PVST Plus approach. We have every VLAN using its optimal spanning tree while minimizing the number of spanning trees we have. We don't have to give a separate spanning tree instance to every VLAN. We let VLANs that benefit from the same topology to share a single instance, thanks to multiple spanning trees protocol. And if you'd like to dive deeper into uh, Spanning Tree Protocol and all of its variants, we didn't even talk about Rapid Spanning Tree Protocol in this episode, but if you'd like to dive into all that and see a bunch of configurations, I've actually got a course that I'm giving away for free. I have been selling it for $49 on my website, and I'm about to retire it, so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to give it away for free. So if you'd like this free Spanning Tree Protocol crash course, there's going to be a link in the show notes where you can just go sign up for free. Really, no strings attached. Also, if you're considering going after Cisco's new CCNA exam, that's exam number 200-301. I've created a free CCNA mini course that teaches you content from three topics on that exam, including Spanning Tree Protocol. And if you'd like to sign up for that free mini course, just go visit kwtrain.com slash ccna hyphen mini. Again, that's kwtrain, k-w-t-r-a-i-n dot com slash ccna hyphen m-i-n-i, ccna hyphen mini, kwtrain.com slash ccna hyphen mini. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And I want to give you a big thank you for joining me on this episode. And I look forward to spending time with you again on the next episode of The Broadcast Storm.